Welcome to the Community HealthCast, brought to you by the Queen's Community Health Board. We're so happy you could spend some time with us to learn more about what we do. My name is Rick Conrad, and I'm a new member of the Queen's Community Health Board, or the CHB. I was a journalist for about 25 years, mostly with the Chronicle Herald in Halifax, before moving to West Berlin full-time. I'm excited to be part of the CHB and to help spread the word about what we do. First, I'm going to introduce my sidekick, Elizabeth Bailey. Uh, Elizabeth is the coordinator for the Community Health Board. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Rick. Happy to be here with you today. How are you doing? I'm great, thanks. The birds are singing, the dandelions are blooming, and the beaches are open, so I'm happy. <laughs> uh, on today's podcast, we also welcome the chair of the Queen's Community Health Board, Barbara Ross. Barbara, welcome to the show. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, Rick and Elizabeth. I'm originally from Scotland, immigrated to Canada in 2003 and became a Canadian citizen maybe five or six years ago. I was a public health nurse for over 35 years in Dundee and Calgary. I always planned to retire in Nova Scotia. Here we are, four years later, happy as clams, living in Charleston. I have been the chair of Queen's Community Health Board for the last three years and enjoying every minute. Thanks, and it's great to have you here. So can you tell us, what is community health? Well, that's the question, isn't it? When I say I'm on the community health board, sometimes people want to talk to me about their doctor or their lack of a doctor, and I have to tell them that primary health care, while very important, actually isn't the focus of the health board. Instead, we're to do with population health. Sometimes we call it community health because it's about the whole community being healthy, not just the people who live in the community, but the community itself. Now, what makes a healthy community? The answer really comes down to equality and opportunities. For instance, does everyone have enough to eat? You can break that question down into smaller questions. Can everybody afford food? Does everybody have access to food? Can they get to the store without difficulty? Do they know how to cook for themselves? And do they have the time and leisure and facilities to do so? We're also concerned with opportunities and equality around education, work, income, and the ability to enjoy recreation and everyday life. A healthy community is one where everyone has enough and everyone has choices. Uh, so, Barbara, how would you describe the Community Health Board? Uh, sometimes people ask if it's a paid position. Yeah, they do ask that. And since I'm a retired public health nurse, people think maybe you need to be some kind of health expert to be on the Community Health Board. Not at all. The board is comprised of volunteers. None of us are paid, and most of us aren't experts. We all have two things in common. We live in Queen's County, and we all care about the health and wellness of our community. That's it. All sorts of people join the community health boards, and that's how we like it, because all sorts of people live in our communities, and we want to see that diversity reflected in our boards. We're here to represent our community, promote population health, and to help provide feedback to Nova Scotia Health Authority about community health needs and priorities. Yeah, as a new member of the board, I was excited to see all the different faces around the table, and uh, we'll be meeting several other board members in future episodes. 
when we talk about community health, we also talk quite a bit about going to the root of the issue. Elizabeth, maybe you can explain this a bit. Oh, great. I love talking about how the Community Health Board can get to the roots of issues and influence policy. So that's a lot of what we do. Okay, so let's say you have hungry people in your community, like we do. Every community in Nova Scotia has hungry people. And so you're feeding people through a food bank. That's really important work because people are hungry today and need to eat. But if we look to see why people are hungry in the first place, we can see that we have poverty and inequality and uh, not enough well-paid jobs and also a lack of educational opportunities and other resources. And those are the kinds of things that the health board looks at, especially not just our health board, but all the health boards. Right, Barbara? That's right. There are community health boards everywhere in Nova Scotia. We're actually written into provincial legislation to guarantee that it is represented in this area. There are a total of 37 boards in the province. Some, like the Queen's Board, represents a county, while others represent a unique or culturally distinct board, such as the French Board in Clare. Furthermore, Nova Scotia Health divides the provinces into four zones. Now, we're in the western zone, which is basically everything this side of Halifax. It's the South Shore, the Valley, and the Tri-County area around Yarmouth. We have 11 health boards in our zone. And something to know about our zone is that a couple of years ago, all health boards decided to write a health plan together. Okay, let me back that up a bit to talk about the health plans. Every three to five years, community health boards gather input from individuals and organizations in our communities to learn what are the most important priorities from the social determinants of health that we all share. Based on what we hear from the members of our communities, we write health plans to guard our work and share information with Nova Scotia Health Authority, the IWK, and organizations in our area. The Community Health Board advocates for actions to promote and improve health and wellness based on what the community say is most important. Can you give me an example of that, Barbara? Sure. So in our current health plan, social determinant of health priorities are food security, affordable housing, community connection, and recreation and wellness. So there's a phrase you've used a couple of times here, social determinant of health. What is a social determinant of health? So the social determinants of health are the economic and social conditions that influence individual and community health. In Canada, when we talk about the social determinants of health, we actually mean Aboriginal status, disability, early life, education, employment and working conditions, food insecurity, health services, gender and gender identity, housing, income and income distribution, race, sexual orientation, 
social exclusion, social safety net, and unemployment and job security. And you can see that these are all factors that affect all of our lives. And the public policy really influences how much each one does or doesn't impact people. Okay, so community health boards are really interested in the social determinants of health and making communities healthy places to live. So fewer people get sick in the first place. Is that right? You've got it. That's what we're about. Okay, so how do you actually do that? I mean, what does the board do? So there are lots of things that we try to do to make that happen. Probably the one that, that people know us best for is wellness funds. Wellness funds are grants that the Community Health Board gives to nonprofits and schools and municipality as startup funds for innovative programs that address the social determinants of health and especially the ones identified as priorities in our health plan. So when you say startup funds, does that mean only new programs can apply? Well, they have to be new to us. Sometimes a program applies that's been running for a few years, but has never applied to the community health board before. And we might fund them for one year, but normally we're looking for new programs that need a leg up to get running. We only provide funds for the first year, but we can also work with organizations to help them identify other funds to apply for in the following years. Hmm, That sounds great. Can you give me an example of the kinds of programs you fund? Sure. Well, this year we're funding a couple of new programs in North Queens that we're very excited about. The North Queens Community Garden and the Community Food Resource Network. Both of these programs address food security, which is one of our priorities and a big issue all over Nova Scotia, really. But there are also programs that bring people together to socialize and learn from one another. So they're addressing social isolation in a rural area, especially for seniors. Now, that might get a bit tricky in the days of COVID-19, but those programs are adapting and finding ways to work with restrictions to deliver programming safely. Closer to Liverpool, we're funding a number of projects, including two boys programs that address masculinity and social expectations of boys, as well as the program through Queen's County Transit Society and meal programs for seniors, among others. Wow, that's exciting. What else do you do in addition to funding those programs? Well, the Community Health Board is always paying attention to what's going on in our communities. In the last year, we held a forum on child poverty on the South Shore, which we did in partnership with the Lunenberg County Community Health Board and the Child and Youth Network. One of the things that came out of that forum was a set of policy uh, recommendations. So we put those recommendations in a letter that was signed by many of the people who came to the forum. Now we have sent the letter to the politicians, who represent the South Shore on the provincial and national levels. Working to change policy is one of the most effective ways a community health board can make a difference. This year, we also heard from members in our communities that there was a lot of concern about youth vaping, as well as a lot of confusion about vaping, what it is, 
whether it's harmful, and so on. Even though it didn't fit precisely into our health plan priorities, we felt it was our responsibility to respond to these kinds of questions. At the same time, the youth member of our health board, Chelsea Thistle, had started an anti-vaping club at the Liverpool Regional High School and was preparing a presentation to give at the school. So we decided to hold a vaping education session at Queen's Place so that anyone who wanted to learn more about vaping would have that opportunity. Chelsea and her club came to do part of the presentation and they were really terrific. Yeah, I attended that uh, session. That was really good. Um, so that's excellent. And I understand we're going to be hearing more from that group right on this podcast in the future. Thanks a lot, Barbara. Uh, now, Elizabeth, you're not just my sidekick. Uh, you're also the coordinator of the Community Health Board. So what does that mean exactly? Well, Rick, I'm an employee of Nova Scotia Health Authority, and it's my job to be the link between the organization and the board. I do a lot of the on-the-ground tasks to make events happen. Uh, I take care of administration and filing and so on, both for this board and the Shelburne County Community Health Board. So I'll be editing and uploading this podcast, for instance. And I keep the board up to date on what's happening inside NSHA and what kinds of opportunities are available to them. If it's the time-consuming nuts and bolts part of making things happen, it's probably part of my job. But it's a great job. I'm so delighted to be working with the folks who joined the Community Health Board, like you, Rick. Thank you for being on the Queen's Community Health Board. Well, and thanks for having me on it. Uh, (laughs) And uh, thanks for keeping me company here today. And uh, thank you, Barbara, for joining us on the show and helping us learn a little bit about the Community Health Board and what we do. Thanks for having me, Rick. Uh, And thanks to all of our listeners for joining us this week, and we hope you'll join us for our next episode. If you're interested in learning more about the Community Health Board or applying to join, please visit our website at communityhealthboardsns.ca, or you can call Elizabeth at 902-350-0478.